0: Good morning, I am Luciana Panuzzi.
1: I was the villainess in the Thunderbolt with James Bond, and you're listening to yeah. One of your Majesty's Podcast.
2: You're listening to Rogue Agents, episode 27, featuring the James Bond movie trailers, part two. the 27th episode of the rogue agents podcast a part of on her Majesty's secret podcast channel brought to you by our fine patreon sponsors of white rocket entertainment i am your host agent jared aka the death probe aka the yard sale artist and i am filling in for our friend agent porter aka tex (laughs) unfortunately, there were some ice storms where he lived. He lost power. He asked me to fill in as host, so I'm going to do my best and get us through these trailers, and I figure you picked pick me because I live in Alabama, and we know a thing or two about trailers. Right?
1: Yeah, certainly not ice storms.
2: No, but trailers. This is like a trailer park. I'm, it's a double I'm, with,
3: a
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. You two, two words, different meanings. <laughs> it's like a hominid. So he
0: watched these trailers and something happened? Yes. Okay, just go with yes, just to get Pat.
3: What if you watch a trailer in a trailer? That's like a double trailer.
2: <sighs> as the depression sets in, I read this next line. Joining me as my co-host <laughs> are... Let's start with Delvin, the Dark Web, Felix Leiter, Pop Pop Hiss, Pimp Destro, Silver Hands, sometimes Coffee Black, and the Hot Thing...
0: William. <laughs> Chocolate ham.
2: Chocolate ham. He didn't know about that one. I don't know if he's heard that episode or not. I, I,
1: I've heard that one. I mean, you, you can also call me David, apparently. I'm going to need help on that one. Do you remember from the live stream where Auburn Elvis mistakenly called me? Oh, that's right. I
3: remember now. I, remember oh, now.
1: I, I just have to remembered that because I just listened to the Amazing Spidey Chronicles that's coming out. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, Delvin, welcome back to
2: Under Magic Secret Podcast from Rogue Agents. What's the most Bond-like thing you've done since last recording?
1: A, something I just did yesterday is, is gained traction. Uh, and I don't know if it's Bond-like, but it was kind of like a feat of strength of where I'm working out with my workout partner, Manuel, and I just got finished doing rounds on the assault bike, which is very tough, and other cardio. And then I had to do this tug-of-war push thing with a keg filled with sand against manuel and i lasted for two minutes before he finally won because he's manuel and very very strong so
2: i watched the video on instagram and uh much like my wedding
1: night (laughs) (laughs) that'll be all money that's Uh, all uh, (laughs) (laughs)
2: moving on uh it was an impressive feat of strength, uh, Delvin. I, I was like, wow, that looks like a fun ish, a fun exercise to watch. I
3: don't
2: know. To oh. do <laughs> Brutal. Brutal, man. Uh yeah, yeah. Have fun working out with that uh freak that you work out <laughs> Over to Pat Sampson. Some know him as DJ Cristados. Some know him as I think he only has the one nickname. Welcome back to the show, Pat.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. You want to know the most Bondian thing I've done? Of course. Okay. I, just, I wasn't sure, but since it's kind of cold here, I feel like a little majesties here. You know, it's very cold with the weather. I've been kind of super cold. So I've been kind of, you know, swishing around in the snow and, you know, just out having some fun in the snow is what I feel like I've been doing. All right. And so you just like, like skiing around skiing like me yeah, yeah. and. Yep. All right. Just cool. like Glazebee, except I'm not wearing the kilt or anything like that. So it's too cold for that, right? Understood. No. Yeah, I like it. Jason Weasel Skull,
3: welcome back to the Rogue Agents. What's the most Bond-like thing you've done since last recording? Well, thanks for asking, Jared. Like Delvin, I try to keep in tip-top double shape. So you know, I was working out, doing a little yoga, a little calisthenics, and uh, I don't know what the heck I did, but. I threw out my back, something fierce, woke up, crying like a little girl in the night, had to go get some Motrin, and my back has just been wrecked, so it's back to strugglings for me.
2: Mm, mm. So you've been like Daniel Craig at the the casino, and he was all in the hospital with his crushed sack and whatnot. (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah, Yeah,
3: his (laughs) penny bags were just (laughs) flattened. That's how my back felt. It was, yeah, I don't know what the heck I did, but <laughs> I'm, I'm 51 years old, so I could have just rolled over wrong. <laughs> right. wrong. I don't know.
2: Uh, yeah, I understand. I understand. Well, we hope you feel better. The bomb like thing that I completed, I actually completed today. I actually completed it just a couple of hours ago. I finished Bloodstone 007 on the Xbox 360. I uh, actually beat that before a long time ago, like about when it came out. This was a replay for me. But, you know, several years later, I didn't remember hardly any of it, which is weird because I did an entire documentary on the video games of James Bond. (laughs) But uh, it was fun. It was a good little game. And looking at it now, I see the sticker on it. I bought it at GameStop for $4.99. That's worth every penny.
3: It's worth five bucks.
2: yeah. Heck yeah. It was a fun time. I enjoyed it. Okay, now that we've gotten to chat with everybody, all caught up on our 007 adventures, as I mentioned earlier, this episode is the 27th episode of our ongoing series on this channel called MI6 Rogue Agents. We're traversing the 007 universe. That could mean anything. Books, music, video games, any medium that connects to the Bond franchise that we love so much here at on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Now, let's get to our rogue subject for this episode. For this episode, Alan selected the topic. He decided to go back to take a look at the various trailers that were issued for the Bond films. Now, we've already done Volume 1, which was the first three films. This is Volume 2. We're going to be talking about Thunderball. You Only Live Twice and On Her Majesty's Secret Service. So, without any further ado, let's get into it and let's talk about the trailer to Thunderball.
4: is in operation, and what an operator he is in Ian Fleming's Thunderball. Have you seen everything you came to see? Go back to your friends and report. Tell them the little fish I throw back into the sea. Thunderball stars Claudine Auger. Young, beautiful, trapped. Could be dangerous.
0: What
4: sharp little eyes you've got. Wait till you get to my teeth. Adolfo Celli, smooth, silent. Spectre's agent of death. Luciana Pelluzzi, lovely to look at, murderous to know. Friends of yours, no doubt. Come in. 007. Danger sign for the world's most famous gentleman agent with a license to kill and license to thrill. 007, guarantee sign of prompt delivery, night and day service. Ravishing redheads. Bronze brunettes. Honey blondes. The Bond women 007 style. 7, hallmark of today's greatest entertainment.
2: Okay, now that we're refreshed on that, let's go around the room and find out if this is a first watch or a rewatch on the trailers. I swear I haven't seen a lot of these. It felt like a first watch to me. Jason, have you seen this trailer for Thunderball before?
3: Or is this the first time? Uh, it's got to be a rewatch just because I've had the DVD collections where they've shown all the trailers and I'm sure it's been many, many years since I've seen it, but I'm sure I've seen it before. Delvin. First watch from me, Jared.
0: Pat. I think, you know, like you, I've been thinking, have I seen this before? Have I not? When we were doing Rookie Agents, you know, I would do the editing and have and I would play the trailer. So I'm like, I don't know what to say here, whether I have or not, (laughs) because it felt like a... a a new watch for me. Certainly, listen to it probably <laughs> at some point. Yeah, so oh, I understand. No, that's cool. Well, like I said,
2: they always feel like I've never watched them, but maybe I've watched it, it, anyway. It's fun to just kind of take a minute to really look at the trailer, and I, and that's what we're doing here. It's like just mm-hmm. to really look at it and, and get our thoughts on it. and Speaking of which, let's go through and get our thoughts on the trailer. Any notes or anything that struck you or anything like that.
1: We will start with Delphin. I'm going to be short on most of these little truth in advertising. I did get to watch all of them, but I wish I would have gotten to watch them all two or three times, you know, just so I can get a few more notes in. But that said, you know, they're all, they were all relatively short. I did get to watch this one. I found it enjoyable. I liked that there was a good amount of action in it. That part I enjoyed. I liked that. They, they liked having that 007 logo. And putting it in different words and figuring out, you know, the, like the wordplay and figuring out how that was going to work. So that was likable too. Uh, nothing really uh, serious to dislike about it. If if anything, like I'm not joking, Jason. Thunderball's your movie, right? That's that's your movie. movie. Yeah, they yeah. they did a really good job of making Thunderball look appealing and exciting. Not like it wasn't. Like I guarantee you, if I went to watch it. Again, instead of uh, for the first time as a rookie agent, I have more of an appreciation for it, and we discussed the cinema and how well the underwater stuff was, even though they used it a decent amount, but I liked how exciting that they made it overall. They made it very, very fun and engaging, and I I liked the feel of it overall.
2: Nicely done. Like you said, this is very much Jason's movie, so I'm going to allow him to go last. I figure he might have the most to say about it. And I actually have a couple of questions I'm going to pitch Jason's way in just a minute. But first of all, before we do that, let's get Pat's overall thoughts on the Thunderball trailer.
0: Like Delvin said, believe it or not, Jason, I was like, this was lots of action in it and was super appealing to me. I was like, whoa, you know, where is this coming from? This isn't the movie that I thought it was, you know, especially the water scenes. Was there sounds in the water scenes? At the end, yeah, there was some sound okay, effects. because in there. in here, you know, you hear the like the the, the you know, mm-hmm. the, yeah, and the guns shooting and but all. Mostly, them. you remember the bum bum
2: bum 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 yeah, bum, bum.
0: <laughs> Well, I couldn't remember if I fell asleep and I just didn't hear the sound effects <laughs> or what was happening, but here um, we go. <laughs> every time, yeah, there you go, but. Actually, you know, I have a few, some notes here that I took down uh, when I watched it. And uh, one was like, I, I like the opening gun barrel scene with Bond in a hat. You know, I'm like, I can't yeah. remember if the other ones had him in a hat or not. Yeah, I think that was an actual Connery and not a Bob Simmons. If I okay. Remember. I wasn't sure. I, it, it was kind of, you know, I'm, I was watching it on my phone, so it was a little smaller, so I couldn't really tell. But Ivan's like, oh, that's cool. It's, kind of, it's Bond in a cool looking hat. And he just throws up and does his thing. I thought that was really neat. As Delvin mentioned, lots of action scenes in this to draw you into it. And there was also some fun moments that I remember from the movie and that they did say, you know, some of the comments he would say were, were fun to see. Delvin also mentioned, too, I call them like good use of layouts and cutscenes where they were doing. Is it layouts? I, I don't know what they call them, but just the, the graphics that they would use and all that, I thought very nicely done and really added more to this to get you excited to see this movie. I agree with you on all counts. You mentioned a couple of things I have in
2: my notes, but before we get to them, let's hear from Jason. Like I said, I want to kick Jason's off with, I wrote down two questions when I wrote it and I knew they'd be for Jason because he knows this movie better than anybody. One thing I like to look out for in the trailers, Jason, is stuff that's not necessarily in the movie or I don't think it is. I caught two things and I wanted to run them by you. At one point, uh, Largo actually scratches his eye patch.: oh, I saw no, that too. I saw don't. that too. Yeah. Was that
3: in the movie? Because I don't remember that. I don't recall that being in the film. I made a note to myself as well. Oh, okay. Okay. The oh. other one I made a note of
2: is when she's pulling his shirt up in the bathroom. I don't remember that happening either. It was kind of a little sexy, but I don't remember it.
3: I believe that did happen. Okay. I, I didn't remember her like revealing all that cottery fur. Oh, man, yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, I remember them. That's, that's for the, the ladies. <laughs> that's to get the ladies
3: into the theater.
2: His undersweater. <laughs> that's
3: right.
2: Okay, so maybe that mm-hmm. one did happen. I didn't remember it.
3: But I wanted to run That's why she know. said, You'll catch your death of cold. No. Nope.
0: All right. All right. You no, know I won't. I got to my sweater on. <laughs>
3: <That's> right. <laughs> All right. Over to you, Jason. Those are the questions I want to hit you with. I would say the thing that jumped out to me first was they jumped right into the jet pack scene. So they know at this point, after Goldfinger and the success of Goldfinger, they've got to hook you. They've got to put a hook in you with some gadget. So right out of the gate, you see that jump pack. And that still looks cool to me. You know, when was that, 1965? hmm Holy cow, that still holds up. Just. The fact that they did a practical effect with the jump pack, it's just, it looks amazing. So they get you right away. Then the underwater scenes. Pat, you nailed it. The way that they cut it, it lays it out, so it's action-packed.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I'll defend this film to my dying day. It'll be my last breath, like Thunderball was the best covering. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you know, you etch it on my gravestone. But I'll be the first to admit, it could use a little bit of extra editing, right? So <laughs> They did chew this underwater scenery a bit much in the movie, and you don't get that with this editing. The way they cut those things together is really cool. Adolfo Celli looks badass, is the villain there. And you nailed it with the scratching the eyeball scene. You can tell James Wan getting under his skin. And then let's just talk about Sean. I think this is Peak Sean. After this, Sean's losing a little bit of a step. And we'll talk a little bit more about you only look twice and then later on with diamonds. Maybe his heart's not quite <laughs> in it anymore. But in this, he is still prime Sean Connery. He looks great. He looks great in a tuxedo. He looks great in his Daisy Dukes. He looks great in his underwater swimsuit. He just looks great. And, and
1: had had no problem. Selling sex appeal at all? No. Or Or vice. Yeah, he does it everywhere. I have it in my notes. Does it anywhere? They talk
3: about. Yes, they're like fiery redheads. He tags them. Honey, honey blondes. He bags them.
1: (laughs) Bronze (laughs) brunettes. You know he do. I love that that part. That part they're doing that alliteration, and they're like you know, robust redheads and then they just happen to go to like the scene where like, you know, the guy was playing them, I was like, are they gonna be like black guy playing Bungo?
3: <laughs> nah probably not
1: what you were go ahead.
3: I don't know. That's funny though. <laughs> I think my only criticism of it is I thought they gave it away a little bit of the plot when it shows him spinning Oh, I can't remember her name now from the film. Help me out. Uh, Luciana Paluzzi. Yeah, Luciana Paluzzi. Spinning her around to catch that bullet. That's a little spoiler, I thought.
2: But Yeah, and, and I'm going to tack in on that. They gave the they got the point
3: lied away. I which, love that scene, I though.
2: mean, it's great for the trailer, I guess, because you want to see that quirky bomb, but I was like, that's like the best pun in the movie. I would have kept that one in my back pocket.
3: Yeah. There's some great lines. I didn't like, because they had that line... When she says, "What sharp little eyes do you have? And he said, wait till you get to my teeth. I thought that was a great line. Bottom line, Sean Connery had all the best lines. He was amazing. Rest in peace, (laughs) Sean. Jason's time is now up. (laughs) My time is (laughs) up. I yield the floor.
0: (laughs) Well, it makes you wonder, so back then when they would do movie trailers and all that, or just doing the movies, how much really got cut out of the movie? Was there just little pieces of it so that, you know, maybe they had to make it, this big, you know, bigger trailer, because you weren't seeing it on TV. This was obviously a trailer that you were seeing in a theater. You know, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to give you three minutes, two minutes of something on a TV channel. No, it's really cut down. But this is like, we want you in the, to come back here and watch this movie.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm coming back to see it. The moment I see that underwater battle, and they didn't shy away from the violence. They showed those True. tears going into each other. And it's like, wow, if I'm sitting in the theater, I'm going to buy my ticket. Give me a ticket. I'm going to go see that movie. Twice.
2: <laughs> we'll get to you on the twice next. You guys covered most of my stuff. Very similar to you, Pat. I wrote down that I really like the psychedelic fonts that they used. You know, that's kind of been a Bond trope and they really maximized yeah. it here. Uh, you know, I do the Six of the Best uh, music show with Alan, so I definitely perked up when I heard the Twisting with James. Bling, ding, 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 ding. I was like, "Oh yeah, Twisting with James, baby, smile." And uh, I wrote down, "I've met Luciana Paluzzi," just so I could sound cool. And I also wrote down one of the last things they mentioned in the trailers: it's a registered Bond mark. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess it, all right, <laughs> it's a registered Bond mark. <laughs> It made me think that, well, this was 65, and I think this is when a lot of the copycatters started. You know, this, the Bond copycatters, the spy and espionage craze kind of lifted off because Bond was doing so well at this point, and I was wondering if that's why they said it. It's a registered Bond mark. Like, don't be fooled by
3: the uh, you know, in like Flint or the, uh, the silencers, you know, <laughs> or whatever the other ones were.
2: All right, I'm going to mix up the format just a little bit. Let's go ahead, score this trailer on the scale of one to seven by how excited it made you to want to see Thunderball. Okay? Simple enough. One to seven, how excited it made you want to see Thunderball. One, of course, is the low end. That's like a stirred martini. No. Right? And, of course, seven is the high end. That's a shaken martini that you just love it. All right. Round the room, one to seven, how exciting and amped up Did this trailer, you know, how did it do its job? Pat, what do you think?
0: Well, Jared, I'm glad you asked because when I was doing this, I actually ranked them in the order and actually. Ah, I want to pause you there because at the end, when we get done, we'll rank order in our favorites. Yep. But I also did put one through seven rating on this particular trailer myself. And that's why I'm saying, Jason, you'd be surprised. I'm at a six with the trailer on this. I mean, it actually makes me want to go watch the movie again and enjoy it. All right, strong six. Jason, you going to match that six? You're going to crank it all the way?
3: I'm going all the way. I don't need a reason to give it a seven other than it's Thunderball, so it gets a seven. But in all seriousness, I just thought it was really well put together. It got my blood pumping. to want to see Thunderball again. Excellent. Delvin. I'm with
1: Pat. I'm with a six. I thought it was a very good trailer. They use a lot of exciting parts of it. I wanna mention this because I'm gonna mention in, this, in the second trailer that we talk about, the voice conveyed enthusiasm and it made you excited about watching the movie. So it's a solid six. It definitely made me wanna go and watch the movie. And I'm gonna join Jason at a seven.
2: This is one of the strongest trailers I think I've seen in the franchise. It was very exciting. And you know, I have to take myself out of the headspace of I've seen Thunderball a thousand times. I make fun of the sleepiness of the underwater stuff. But when I see that trailer, that's banging right there. I'm like, I that yeah, let's, let's watch Thunderball, you know? It was it was really cool. It was pretty much pretty much black guy on Bongos, I think, that sold the whole, whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> with that. We are done with Thunderball, and it's time to move forward two years to 1967. Let's talk about you only live twice.
5: Welcome, Honorable 007. He's the one and only Sean Connery. <laughs>
4: Welcome to Japan, Mr. Bond.
5: He's bigger than life, facing a thousand deaths. And you only live twice, and twice is the only way to live. We're too late. Well, at least he died on the job. Bond is dead. Bond is alive. Kill Bond. Now. No matter what the odds, they don't stand a chance against James Bond, Sean Connery, 007. Bond the world's greatest gentleman agent with a license to kill and he never misses a chance what's a nice girl like you doing in a place like this bond is back grabbing love where he finds it like a lamb to the slaughter everywhere rises in the east. The odds, a thousand to one. But they don't stand a chance.
0: Get down!
5: All this is just a drop in the ocean. The best yet from the film creators of Double O Seven Tiger
0: said, From now on, you must do everything in Japanese style
5: everything all
2: right round the room first watch rewatch probably the same answer every time for you pat right maybe you saw it yeah <laughs> while you were yeah, editing I actually i it in my notes same as before <laughs> all right delvin my money's on first watch you would win that money
0: sir i'm
3: two for two jason i'm guessing rewatch <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like you said i think when i've seen him before i let them kind of wash over me this is the first time i've actually sat down and watched it a couple times so first serious watch i guess you could say
2: yeah same for me so let's get into our overall thoughts Oh, so let me be the delvin mentioned the narrators this narrator has a much lower voice <laughs> <laughs> let me pass the thoughts of that over to delvin since
3: he mentioned it earlier Delvin, what are your thoughts on the You will Be Live Twice
4: trailer?
1: My thoughts were I needed a Salmon X. Uh, (laughs) And I found it in the form of this ad. It was, oh my goodness. And it wasn't the fact that it was a different voice. It was the fact that his voice, and you can have a deeper voice and convey enthusiasm. And he just like, yeah, y'all, this movie, man, go watch it or not. I, don't care. <laughs> I think
3: what they were trying to do was give it like this kind of that Asian kind of tone that kind I, of I very hear formal you. ceremonial tone
1: I, I hear I'm hear you. i with you though it I'm did not, not it did not work with me Jason I saw it, it I think runtime it may have been the longest trailer and that didn't help it was like oh my goodness I remember you only live twice as a okay movie at least I don't know, I just feel like they could have done so much better with the trailer overall, and the the main thing that I remember from it was the narration and of course you know they're trying to sell the to me it's oxymoronic, you know they always mention that he's a gentleman agent, but he's a gentleman agent, but then they want to brag that he bags like eight eighty seven different women in 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 a three minute trailer and it's like. You are bad, gentlemen. As <laughs> bad over. as he wants to be.
2: <laughs>
1: so, yeah, I'm out of comments.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. Jason will let you go second this time, which means Pat, you'll have nothing to cover
3: I can see you. But, Jason, what do you got? I agree 100% with what Delvin said. I think they were trying to get with the Asian flavor with the narrator, but it just sounded like a lack of enthusiasm for the film. And even the scenes that they chose from the film, I thought, you're not really pulling me into wanting to see this movie, with the exception of the volcano battle. It's always cool to see all those ninjas coming down the repelling ropes. And and I love that scene where Bond and Tiger and uh, Kissy are both running through the battle, all charging forward. I thought that is really cool. Setting that aside, I was like, where's little Nelly? Like, that's like one of the highlights of this movie. Mm, you would point. think you want to get that up there. Tease that. I don't care about Asado's chemical factory and seeing him get shot at in an elevator.
2: Hey, listen, man, he's going to get a formula for monosodium glutamate, and that's exciting <laughs> no matter how you cut it. <laughs>
3: So, yeah, I just wasn't really sold on, you know, to me, I want to show that volcano battle. I want to show little Nelly, And then I want to show all the beautiful uh, scenery of Japan. And there's so much in it, in that movie, that they just didn't capture here. Like Delvin said, they really leaned a lot on the, hey, look at all these little Asian girls. And, you know, and it's like, I don't know. And again, another little spoiler when Blofeld says to that crew, Bond's alive, and then it cuts to him dropping the girl into the piranha pit. Yeah, I wrote it in my notes. like That was like
2: his thing. Yeah, like, that's really good. Who
3: was getting punished
2: scene, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, you already knew it. It, it just seemed gratuitous, too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, you can prove that a bad guy is a bad guy without having him off someone in the trailer, especially someone like the, a Bond girl that may play a pivotal part in the movie. Right. And somebody that is kind of this
3: dangerous person that's floating out there, you know, from the trailer, well, she's going to die. She's not going
0: to make it. They could have just had like right when she went under, just kind of film that a little bit of the the dropped bridge and then just the kind of bubbling around and then cut to a shark or or whatever was underneath there. Piranhas. Yeah. You know, (laughs) as you do. You no, know,
3: you your do. layers. <laughs> That's right. yeah. No, your layers,
0: Pat. <laughs> layer ah, no. Okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. Landis
3: Shark.
2: Yeah. Palmyra, also Shark. Also shark. shark. I've been there, by the way. I brought it up so I could
0: mention that.
3: Pat, <laughs> Pat, what do you got in your notes? I'm not done. No, I'm kidding. I'm done. Time is up.
0: <laughs> I kind of feel like everybody else is feeling them on here, but I'm a little bit. More excited for some of the things. Uh, you know, I liked the beginning intro with the callback to the other four movies. Yes, it's yeah. in my notes.
2: I, yeah, that was I had cool. to
0: actually rewind and go, wait a minute. Did they go through? I'm like, oh, yeah, they did. And they had, I thought that was pretty cool to do. And then Jason mentioned the locations. They did show some really interesting locations, but they just didn't, you know, see a lot of it. And one of the other locations in this movie is the big, huge set that they have. And just as, They take that big pan back as the guys are coming down and just, I'm like, man, is that a big live set that they did this in? You know, it wasn't like miniatures or anything. I was like, Mm, that was a big set. (laughs) Yeah, just the, the grandness of that. I'm like, wow, that must have been really cool to put together and do and film in. I'm like, that's really cool. But like Thunderball had its, you know, the layouts and all that. I don't think they were as good in this one. Yeah, not as was it was psychedelic. before. Yeah, yeah. I track you. You know, it was the other one is like they did some polish to thunderballs and they jazzed it up or whatever they did to it. This one they're like, oh, okay, we're gonna put some stuff in here and it's just different. And it maybe and you can see as you watch the slides kind of go through is the times of changing and that too of what they use, maybe not as psychedelic, maybe not as weird or just different like that so what's your thoughts on it jared
2: well you covered most of it the most the psychedelic stuff from it kind of came from tokyo they very they showed a lot of tokyo neon yeah and like you said it was kind of tokyo focused it didn't really get to the big fields or volcanoes for the little nelly scene like jason mentioned yeah because this movie really showcases the beauty of japan and remember put yourself into this time frame this is 67 this is less than 20 years after World War II, when Japan is still very much thought of as a bad place. So, you know, it, it, uh, this movie, I think, really helped heal some of that because this is a beautiful place. And it's got exciting things and cool people and, and helicopters picking cars up with magnets. You know, it's awesome. So, yeah, I think it should have shown some of those beautiful landscapes a little more, although it showcased Tokyo nicely. So I, I will give it that. The only other thing I'm, I'm going to add, oh, two things. I really like how when they put Bond on the screen. They'd always have some action scene going on in the letter O in Bond. Like, always something going on right in that letter O. So that was neat. And, of course, with my music of Bond ear, they played the 007 theme. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 dun. And I was like, oh, it always makes me happy. It's yeah, fun. it pumps it up. It did help it out quite a bit. But, yeah, definitely a very different tone. I think all three of the ones we have on this episode are tonally different. And uh, let's find out how we would score these. We'll take it back to Pat. One to seven on this trailer. I'm in the middle on this one. It's a four. Oh, it's a four. Pat's not as excited to see this
3: one as he was to see Thunderball. Understood. Let's go to Jason. I was leaning towards a four, but the 007 theme and the volcano scene saved it for me. So I'm going to give it a five.
1: Mr. Felix Leiter. We're all over the place here because I could have been at a four. And then I remember that ending about the Japanese and like the sex kind of joke. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) it it wasn't a joke, but it's like, you know, we do things different or in Japan or something like that. You know, And it was just as intimating. I was like, oh, come on. It felt very Christmas Jones. Let's just say that. So I'm at a three by far the least favorite out of the three that we watched this time.
2: Oh, Okay, interesting, interesting. I still like this one quite a bit. I'm going to be the high roller on this one, fellas, and I'm going to give it a six. Uh, it excited me to see it. Probably four points to that is the 007. Thing. <laughs> it just chances me up. But yeah, this one, I, I thought it wasn't as good as Thunderball, so that's why I had to drop it a point. I totally missed the, uh, the, <laughs> the innuendo at the end, the double <laughs> so image. I can go back and watch it.
3: I bet it was hot. I, I mean, um, now you must do everything Japanese. Everything. Oh, boy. then he said, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll probably lay a bleep over it, just let the audience wonder what Jesus said. It's always fun to let them wonder. <laughs> well, that wraps it up for You Only Live Twice. Let's jump forward another two years to 1969 and talk about On Her
3: Majesty's Secret Service. <laughs>
4: if you can't beat him join them. if you're scared to fight it out watch him and watch out if you think your girl's a good looker take a good look at this guy's dolls my name's bond james bond the new bond the different 007 on Her Majesty's Secret Service. The new star, the different bond. The name's Lazenby. George Lazenby. And he's got it made. The different bond woman. The name's Rick. Diana Rick. This one's got class and style. Telly Savalas. Gabrielle Fazzetti. And 007 times more excitement. If you think you know your bond, Think again. This one's different. It's true! <laughs> Drop everything. Try and make it. Marvelous is the password for the different bond. says, this never happened to the other fella.
2: Pat, you probably watched it. Was the same answer from first yes. watch rewatch? <laughs> yes. A
1: probably rewatch.
0: A probably be. rewatch, yeah.
1: <laughs> Delvin, first watch. <laughs> it, was, it felt familiar, but it was a first watch.
2: Yeah, and I think we'll have some things to say about that. Jason. Rewatch, probably.
3: Same thing. Rewatch, but first time really sitting and watching it a few times and thinking through it. Yeah, same, same. Well, let's get into
2: our thoughts. I guess this time we'll let Jason just start. <laughs> you
1: better want to take a break or anything? <laughs>
3: What do you got,
2: man?
1: What do you got? You can't go longer than the trailer itself. (laughs) That should be the rules. That should be
0: the rules. (laughs) Can't takes longer than. And the James Bond was like, (laughs) and then like,
1: (laughs) shut the (laughs) skis.
3: I suppose we will say as I tried to put myself into the mind of somebody who'd grown up with Sean Connery and is going into this theater and seeing this new Bond in 1969. Would this Excite me? Would this make me want to buy a ticket and go in there? I thought in some ways it did. I like how it really highlighted the music, and the music is very different, very unique, but it's very catchy. I like how it jumped out with the skis, the ski scene. We haven't really seen Bond on skis in all the five movies to this point. We haven't seen Sean Connery on a set of skis. So this is different. This is unique. This looks pretty cool. On the negative column, I think they stayed a little too long on the the new Bond. And as Bond knows, this never happened to the other fella. It's like, let me ease into this. Don't bang it over the head to me that this is a new Bond. Hook me with the new exciting sets, the new exciting scenes, the new locations, the new music, and I'll warm up to the Bond. But I think I would have gone a different direction and not hammered it home so much that it was a new James Bond. I don't know if that's right, but that's different. They use the word different. It's different. different. (laughs) Different, everybody. I'm warning you right now. It it definitely played like a warning. Like, seriously. It's different. It's different. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But I don't want different. I want Sean Connery.
0: It's different. (laughs) <laughs> but It's different. <laughs> We're not putting him in a room with all four walls. We're putting him in a room with three and maybe maybe half, you know, just a little, but we'll see if he gets out of it. It's not like he's going to tear his pockets out and make gloves with him. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That'd be totally different. Well, Pat, you're rocking the mic. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I, I agree with some of what Jason was saying. You know, the, the music was a, interesting on this one as well. And, I have again, interesting how they were introducing the new bond. He's different. He's different. Yep. Uh, and lots of snow, lots of snow in this one. If you didn't know, there's lots of snow going on in this one. The snow is different. <laughs> yes. And you're right. You, when, when you think about it, it's like, yeah, I don't think we really had to see Conneries with snow. It, this was more tropical or more, you know, warmer climates. He didn't really go. And d- you know what? Does he go in? diamonds or i don't think he does
2: he's like in the desert and then when he comes back for never say never never, again he's back in the bahamas yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, i was gonna say i don't think i've seen connery in a
3: connery was more water sports candy
0: yeah yeah definitely i talk about the layouts in the other two i'm going back to this one this one's look even more cheapier to me than
2: yeah i was wondering if that was like is this maybe the best print that they found? Because the other print seemed cleaned up. And, and I think you're also getting to the fact that you didn't have as many effects, right? Is that?
0: Yeah. The, that yeah, the, 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 yeah. The different effects and transitions. It was like, yeah, it's just not there to get you visually excited to want to watch this movie. And the other odd thing that I think they did was they were introducing everybody by their actual names. You know, the actors' names. We don't really see that in the other ones prior.
3: Yeah. They were wanted to say like, hey, don't worry, we know you don't know this lazy guy.
0: But we you know Diana survive. Riggs and you <laughs> <We> know,
3: know <laughs> you know like the Avengers, head. right?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right, yeah. But, this, is but this guy's different. They did like, the first couple,
0: I thought that Yeah, they we talked year about year on that episode.
1: Gert oh, up as Goldfinger.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I just maybe, wanted yeah. to mention yeah. that. Okay. I, I couldn't remember. It's been a while since we done it, but I just thought from the ones that we've watched, that was totally different.
1: It's different.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. It's different.
1: Tell them. Jared and Jason should be familiar with the military briefing, right? You know, tell them if you're going to tell them, tell them, tell them what you told them. Be brief, be brilliant, be gone. Two minutes plus in this very little frills, brand new bond, Diana Rigg, she's really cool, right? New movie, go watch it. Boom. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <Dun and> acceptance. Done <laughs> and done. I saw the two-minute runtime. I'm like, man, they had a plane or a train to catch or something. I thought that the advertisement and everything, that plenty of excitement, they came out with one of the different things about the movie, that they're skiing. They showed a cool car chase. They showed Diana Rigg as a completely capable person, you know, and Tracy, which obviously one of the, if not the most memorable Bond girl ever. Of course, they couldn't say that at the time. Not that they knew it, but she was freaking awesome. So, yeah, I was fine with the short trailer. Didn't have to have a lot of frills in it because they told you, yep, it's in Sean Connery. This is a new Bond, different. And this is, uh, you know, a chick who is beautiful, but capable, you know, just not a damsel. (sighs) Had me sold. To me, it was the best one out of the three. I was amped up and ready to go because of its simplicity. Interesting. Interesting. I like that take. My
2: overall thought on this one was... I feel like the other two, Thunderball and You Only Live Twice, the trailers were built while they were building the movies. That's why you kind of get maybe the scene that wasn't in the movie, in the trailer and all that. And I felt like this one was made after the movie was pretty much done. I got the feeling that Eon was kind of nervous and hedging their bets. Like, I think there were certain gates that had to happen before they were like, okay, we're going to release this film. I think they were very nervous that Sean was gone. They were very nervous of how it was going to be received. I think they were putting kind of all their energies into making Lazenby work. And they're like, oh, we got to make a trailer. <laughs> and then Dulles, it, <laughs> it, right. It is very like, here's the movie. Pretty much like D-d-d-d-d-d-d. it's different. And really selling that Diana Ray, because especially in England where she's popular, she's on the Avengers. People want to see her in an action thing. So they show the part where she takes out. I think his name is Gunther or, or
3: that, that dude in this. His name was Mud.
2: <laughs> and the orange jacket. But yeah, I just felt like there was like all this energy behind the Thunderball and still energy in you only Live Twice, just a little more low key. But this one just felt like, all right, y'all, here's the new movie. <laughs> like Delvin said, like, go see this. And, and you're like, all right, you know, you gave me good music and you me cool scenes. But it just felt like they were nervous. And that nervous energy that I think the production company felt showed in the trailer that might just be my own
1: spin on it but it's not a bad spin I think it's logical and you're right maybe they're like I don't know maybe we, we, we got about on a trailer but let's, let's not spend too much money on this trailer <laughs> <You> <laughs> just so we don't car. have to recoup the losses <laughs>
2: yep yep so only one thing left to do and that's score them Pat I'll let you do it to start it again I'll let you start all three Ooh. rounds of scoring yeah.
0: This one is my number three, and I'm giving it a three as well because I just thought they went kind of cheap on this one. And and maybe you're right. Listening to what you said makes sense. So they were kind of like, hey, let's just put this out here. And I'm assuming there's probably some better trailers out there now for this one, you know, especially after people know about it Mm, and all that. So that would kind of be interesting to see what some trailers would look like nowadays, how somebody would kind of respin it for the new era. Absolutely. So Pat's in at a three. Delvin.
1: And I'll probably be the high man
0: on this one. I'm at a
1: six as well on this one. I could almost bump it to a seven. I like the simplicity of it. I like simplicity. I like the fact that they're like, hey, it's a new Bond. And to me, much like we do nowadays, right? This is a A new bond is something that's going to be celebrated. You think they are going to pimp out whoever the heck's going to be the new bond? Who's the guy that is supposedly the front runner? Aaron Taylor or something? Kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. kick Kick ass.
3: Quicksilver from the Avengers.
1: Yeah, Quicksilver, kick ass. Yeah, like that dude. So yeah, you think they aren't gonna take him on the, the press junket and have him going around and he's not gonna be mainly featured in whatever, you know, the next Bond movie comes out. Because of course everyone, everyone should be hype about seeing this new person. So I actually like that. And then just in case you had Diana Rigg, who was already a certified badass. I liked it. All right, six from Delvin, Jason.
3: I'm at a four with this one for all the reasons I stated. It just seemed like they were really trying to hedge their bets on this. But I did think that some of the scenes they took really highlighted the film well. You did get to see the cool car chase, like Delvin indicated. You got to see the cool set up in the Alps. You got to see that cool set blow up. (laughs) So that's always fun. So there was enough there that that really suggests you're going to have a good time. It's a new bond. It's going to be a little different, but you're going to have a good time.
2: All right. looks like uh, I'm going to be just there behind Delvin five. I liked it just fine. I agree with Pat. I think it felt a little cheaper and a little more cookie cutter, but again, I'm quite taken by the music. They picked good scenes.
0: It made me want to see it to the tune of a five. This is odd for me. Like I said, I'm giving Thunderball the trailer. Probably a higher score than when I gave the actual movie. <laughs> yeah. You know? And with Majesties, I like Majesty. Yeah. But too. the trailer just didn't sell it for me. At, at no point I in the trailer did they tell it. us how Christmas trees are grown. Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and love.
2: All right, gentlemen, let's go ahead and get your. Ranking one, two, three. Thunderball, you only live twice. Honor Majesty's Secret Service. I know you threw out numbers, but help the listening audience out and tell me how you ranked them real quick. We'll start with Jason.
3: Just in that order. Thunderball, you only live twice. Honor Majesty's Secret Service.
1: Delvin. Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Thunderball, you only live twice.
0: Pat. Are we going from one to three or three to one? What's your number one? Pat? My number one is Thunderball. <laughs> My number two is you only live twice. And my number three is on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Same as Jason and same as me.
2: I have it: Thunderball, you only live twice in Her Majesty's Secret Service. And don't worry if you've been keeping up with the math at home, folks. We do that for you here on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. I've been keeping up with the math behind the scenes. We definitely all like Thunderball at 26 points if you add all of the numbers together from all four of us. And then we had a tie. You Only Live Twice and our Secret Service both got 18 points. So hmm. there you go. Interesting. That's how the numbers played out. And you know what, folks? That is the show. I want to thank Alan for bringing trailers round two to the program. I'm sorry he couldn't be here. I hope I filled in for him adequately. As a reminder to our audience, if you'd like to be part of our show, you can send us questions, comments, trivia challenges, anything you like. OHMSpod at Outlook.com or you can hit us up on our Twitter, which is at OHMSpod. Of course, you can send us audio recordings to ask questions, make comments. We'll probably play them on the show. We definitely appreciate it if you write a review for the show. Maybe give it a star rating on whatever platform you listen to. But you know what? Most of all, we just love hearing your comments. So yeah, give us a shout out. What did you think on these trailers? What was your ranking? What were your similar high points? Do you have any insights? We are all ears and once again, you can do that at Pod on Twitter. I want to thank Jason, Delvin, Pat, and of course, myself for joining me on this episode. But before we go, let's find out where listeners can find us on the internet. Now, I think Jason's under black ops conditions right now. Is that accurate, Jason?
3: That is correct. Yeah, taking a little break here. But you can still reach me at R-A-A-P is in Papa, H-O at Yahoo.com and... Let's uh, start a little conversation. You can just send him an email
1: right there. Delvin. I'm on Twitter, D E E underscore R A Y one nine seven
0: seven. Pat. Well, Jared, I'm glad you asked. You can find me on the Twitter at Christatos zero one. Jared, where can they find you? I am at Yard
2: Sale Artist. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram it is all at Yard Sale Artist. You can check out my artwares, which does include James Bond book page catches www.theyardsaleartist.com Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of MI6 Rogue Agents. If you've enjoyed this crew and you want to hear more from them, but in the realm of sort of comic books or vintage TV and movies and all kind of fun, nerdy stuff, you should check out the Longbox
0: Crusade Podcast Network. Pat, how can they find that? You can find the Longbox Crusade on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and instagram all at longbox crusade or you can find us at www.longboxcrusade.com
2: thank you pat and thanks to the fellows for taking on another dangerous mission thanks for listeners who tuned in again questions comments anything like that we would love to hear from you hit us up at twitter at ohmspod or email us at ohmspod at outlook.com we'd love to hear from you The next episode of MI6 Rogue Agents will feature my choice. (laughs) But on Her Magic Secret podcast, we'll return. Bye, everybody. Mr. Tex.
0: This never happened to the other guy.
2: We love you, Alan. (laughs) This episode features the James Bond GoldenEye 007 Trap Remix by The Widdler.
4: with them in tokyo we had an interesting experience no takes thank you miss money penny that's all
2: that's all all right
0: are you coughing i can't you're saying something i can't hear you i'm on mute
2: you're the reason delvin has to stay up like
0: <laughs> Pat, that's not how mute works like he, he can't he can't hear
1: you on mute. You you can still hear him. Oh, okay. I can hear you now, Delvin. I'm off of mute. That, that's that's not how mute works either. Like you you can hear everyone. You know, I'm gonna go on mute. That's that's probably best.
2: <laughs> and let's talk about the trailer to Thunderball.
0: You know, the Christmas tree, is, once that Christmas is, is grown, you know, how many times it comes every year. Stop it.
1: You're the best around. That was the keep you down.
2: Sounds like an awesome podcast. <laughs> That's from <laughs> the twice. You did the other. I got it. That's funny.